0: Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler.
1: Good Monday morning, six oh eight. Thanks for joining us on Wake Up Mid Missouri. Stephanie Bell in with her Chiefs T shirt on, or sweatshirt. Yeah.
2: Good morning, Good Go you. Chiefs.
1: Yeah, Go Chiefs. Good win yesterday. <laughs> Hannah was rooting them on, I know. I was. Are you yes. hoarse from uh, all the rooting?
3: No. no. No, I, I was watching the second half of the game by myself, so oh. that d- didn't get all rowdy.
1: You guys don't watch the game together?
3: Well, we normally do. Oh, he
1: had to leave on assignment. Yeah. Okay, being a first responder. Okay.
3: Something like that. And
1: John Marsh is horse from his cheering and jubilation.
3: Chiefs, kingdom, pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: another, uh, can they do back-to-back uh, Super Bowls? It'll be the first time in a couple of decades. I guess the Pats did it last time, so we'll have to see.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I saw tons of stats, not only about Travis Kelsey, but also Patrick Mahomes, and just, you know, all of these things, and they're beating all of these records, and they seem to have the momentum, which I think is probably the most important.
1: Yeah, they were in the Valley just, uh, you know, sort of towards the end of the season there, and then they've really, really, like you say, I think they are hitting their pace. They And the Swifties
2: got involved.
3: Well, I was going to say, of course, a lot of (laughs) the fans who don't have teams going to the Super Bowl uh, are boo-hooing on facebook because they think that the nfl has this all scripted out for the chiefs oh. and you know the nfl sees that taylor is a big driving force for views and uh, they're capitalizing on that so i don't
1: i think they should boot whoever the scheduled super bowl performer is and put taylor in right i'm voting for that there you go. <laughs> that would boy <laughs> talk about some controversy. Boy, would that stir it up. And then last night I had some business to do. After oh a little bit into the second half of the of the Forty Nineers Lions game, and I wish I would have stayed awake. At, well, not awake, but with it on the on the tube to watch that. Brian Houseworth. Good morning.
0: Good morning to you. Um, good morning to you, Randy. Yes, uh, you know the Detroit Lions. This reminds me a lot of the game back in nineteen eighty three. I had a chance to visit. Gary Danielson was in town a couple of months ago to do the Mizzou-Tennessee game, and I actually talked about that. Uh, they, they, they missed by one point the Lions in 1983. That was Joe Montana, by the way, the first Super Bowl. In Detroit, very similar. I mean, a lot of similarities to that game you know almost 40 years ago to what happened last night they were up 24 to 7 and um you know the 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 analysts didn't say it but this is my observation it looked to me like they went into a prevent they didn't you got to play to win you go for the knockout punch and blitz and knock purdy on his behind they didn't do that started playing it safe you can't do that i mean and and who cares if you roll up the score i mean i just didn't understand the mentality maybe they thought that they were safe but you're never safe against the 49ers that was just they just—that's a disaster for Detroit to lose that game. They were up twenty-four to seven in the third quarter.
3: And so what, instead of kicking some field goals on fourth down, they yes. tried to go for it. I think it was twice yes when you know they probably should have gone for the field goal to get a couple extra points that's yeah.
1: right welcome that's to a, the Monday. Very good point welcome to the monday morning quarterback <laughs> roundtable
4: <laughs> there you go <laughs> put me in coach put me in
1: <laughs> well there are some serious things going on i'm sure uh, stephanie will be covering it a little bit later on uh, the daily dc rundown but uh things are escalating in the middle east with drone attacks uh, killing three service members injuring uh, mm. dozens more um Articles of impeachment against Mayorkas, that conversation is going to heat up today. Um, so there's a lot going on and I have some sound that uh, if any of you out there are Somali translators I'm going to play some sound so you can <laughs> translate I actually have the translation I'll bring that to you A very fra- speaking of impeachment speaking of tra- sedition speaking of treason I have an omni for that uh, this morning and we'll talk about that as well uh, big show uh, guest wise this morning of course Scott Fawn will join us I had the pleasure of uh, interviewing first Nick Schroer then Cindy O'Loughlin on my Saturday morning show created quite a buzz um, Nick had Cindy on on his Sunday night Night show uh, on another station to the mm. east of us, and um, wow, I'm anxious to see what Scott, what his assessment of is what might happen in the Missouri Senate. Cindy Laughlin was actually a little bit humble. Uh, she actually said, "Well, maybe I've been a little bit um, unrestrained at times, and I pledge to cool my jets. I hope everyone else can do that." And um, uh, this is a very important day today, John Marsh. Very important day in the Senate because um, Caleb Brown has referred all the bills they didn't do the gubernatorial appointments i there's an, there's attempts to to get some things lubricated in the in the, the governance gears so we'll have to see
4: and meanwhile Nick has his dueling pistols close at hand, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, of course that was that
0: Bill's getting a lot of national attention and I don't think he was ever serious on that, but uh Oh, but so, the
3: Democrats think that he was totally uh, serious.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just it's amazing again, Stephanie Bell said it best. Yes. If you want to know what's going on in Missouri, look look to Missouri, not somebody on Twitter because I I just know he's not not serious about that. But there were a couple things Randy did not mention that happened over the weekend um, relating to that. Congressman Eric Burleson tweeted his support from Springfield, from Washington for mm-hmm. the Freedom Caucus, worth mentioning. So did Congressman Andy Biggs. Why is that significant? That's significant because Biggs particularly has a big following nationally and is a frequent guest on Fox News. If any of these Fox News hosts on like Hannity and stuff start talking about this, you're going to see it get a little bit more exposure. There is also at this point scheduled to be a freedom basically a rally mm-hmm. for the freedom caucus tomorrow at the Missouri Capitol just so happens there's also abortion rights supporters are going to rally there is about the same time not on the same issue but uh, that is scheduled to go tomorrow so so we'll see what happens but you are right about the gubernatorial appointments because technically they only have a couple more days to, you know, to confirm them or, you know
1: expire i don't mean the people but they're yeah apartments. it's it's confusing
0: and technically could be banned for life oh but my goodness yeah
2: the governor can withdraw but yeah i mean they they need to get it done um and then also i'll note uh there is a committee hearing uh the local government and elections committee hearing in the senate today at two and that um before that committee is all 11 of those initiative petition bills so yep. we'll be hearing more about that
1: scott fawn joins us at 710 see what his take is and he always has some inside track information um Taylor Burke, uh, I'm going to ask. We're going to ask him the question if he's running for CD3 uh, when he weighs in on what happened with the drone strikes because he put in time in. Uh, you know, he was deployed in Jordan, mm-hmm. so we're going to talk with him about his assessment of what's going on there um and um you know we have brian walsh right from the faa well
2: from the capital access alliance but he will be talking about the faa reauthorization act and we've talked to him before about that um there's there's some weird rules in dc about how you get there and you know with everything going on with flights right now i don't see why we couldn't just tamp down on some of this regulation and open things up a bit um but interested to talk with him
1: and after the uh, bottom of the hour news, um, I, I, I'm going to. We want to bring in a couple of things. Uh, I, I do want to bring up this um, this viral viral video that uh, Ilhan Omar has is uh, just gone crazy with, as well as locally. Um, Hannah uh, has been following this story on the SMART program, and I, I got really worked up over that. I think we all did on Friday, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about more where that's going too, because, um, boy, those of you who, and I think it, it dovetails into the whole question of where does government's business in our business at the local level stop? You know, where, where is, enough enough and um so we'll talk about that as well um are are you what's the line on the super bowl brian haven't
0: seen it and um i've not seen anything yet right right there i really don't pay a lot of attention to the line um it's you're talking about two teams that somehow find a way to win i mean the 49ers somehow got past the packers came from behind came from behind so they're used to doing it chiefs the criticism of them is they've only played home games. all i kept hearing all season they've only played playoff games at home didn't really seem to matter um they win in Buffalo and win there. So, should be, um, you know, weather should be fine. It's going to be out at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Um,
1: Do the wide receivers and Kelsey have new gloves? Have they have, have they changed glove vendors, I wonder? Because they're catching the ball again. <laughs> yeah.
4: Better stick them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, put some contact
1: cement on there. Yeah, I mean, it just, it, it all
0: depends. <clears throat> you know, if you think back when they lost the game to the Raiders, it was a disaster and I believe that was the game where Mahomes threw his helmet, was yelling at his offensive line and Kelsey threw a helmet. And uh Nance's point on Nance said on air they've they're lo- Andy's losing his team. He's losing his team. I remember his him saying that on T V. So it's interesting how just a few weeks later, it's not that long ago, yeah. things change.
4: Yeah, it's amazing. Chiefs uh, two and a half point favorites. Okay, well there you morning. go.
1: Uh Bob uh tells us that um Brian is correct. There's a big diff. Don't don't pump up his head, Bob. Don't pump up- <laughs> There's a big difference between quote playing to win and quote quote playing not to lose. Uh, there have been a lot of teams that have lost a game when they switch to the play not to lose scenario. Sheets right. included. Yep, yep. Yeah. And
0: again, I you know it, that's not a criticism when I said it of, of Dan Campbell, but it's just you know the I think some teams worry about the. I I can't speak for Dan Campbell. I think sometimes they worry about running up the score. But it worked for you in the first half. You go all out. I mean, you've got to put the pedal to the metal. Um, They were on their backs. And you can't allow a team like that to get back in, especially at Levi Stadium. They had the crowd completely out of the game. And it's very similar to the the 1982. The the Lions Mm -hmm. had that game. They had Billy Sims, Gary Danielson. Couldn't do it. It's a real shame for Detroit. A bit of credit to uh, to the 49ers. On the text line at
1: 573 874 9390, James and Eldon says Highway 54 is very slick. Highway 54 between Brazito and Eugene. So I guess there are still some dangerous roads.
0: There are. I'll tell you, the first thing people are going to have to do when they get out this morning is scrape the ice off their windshield. Um, I, You know, we are way above normal for this time. of the a story on that tomorrow in terms of rainfall. But, yeah, we've got the ice on windshields. I didn't notice any on the road. I'm not sure about Brazito. John may know. Shouldn't be. There's no ice advisory. But yeah, we is- heard
4: the same thing. heard down uh, south all the way to the lake, you might hit an icy patch on 54 especially. Like, so you got to be careful
0: and it dense fog advisory is in effect till 10 too so yeah we're finally going to see the sun um, th- this morning that's that's Yay! almost worthy yeah that's, almost, no. worthy. that's, almost, wor- the, yeah. that's almost worthy almost
1: of the breaking news theme so the know? question is will stephanie continue to use her energy light when we see the sun <laughs> i don't know definitely Ryan?
3: Well, and, you know as we're talking about windshields being frosted over special shout out to the husband He had a fire call early this morning, and they drove right by the house to go on the call, and he stopped and remote-started my car for (laughs) me. Oh, my gosh.
1: That's chivalry. That's chivalry. And after the the bottom-of-the-hour break, I want to mention, we did not talk about it last week, but there's something going on in South Meese, Missouri. I don't know if it's a canary in the coal mine, but another... Uh, company in in poor rural, but I think it's across rural America. This is rural Missouri. Uh, that smelter going going belly up, right? It's
0: not just the poor
1: area. That's it's right. It's the poorest
0: region of the state. Okay. And that smelter has a lot to do with national security, and it's politics makes uh, strange bedfellows. This is an issue that Crystal Quaid and Josh Hawley actually agree on.
1: Local, state, national, we have it all covered for you. Keep it here. Scott Fawn coming up at 710. And in just a few, the Daily DC Rundown with our own Stephanie Bell.
0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. News, analysis, and opinion. Free of charge from Wake Up Mid Missouri.
4: Everything's
2: waiting. It's got the beat away.
3: It is. Everything's waiting. It's got the beat away.
2: It is.
1: 625. It's time for the Daily DC Rundown. Guess what I heard? Let me translate. That's Ilhan Omar speaking to American Somalians. They have a dispute with Ethiopia, something about a memorandum of understanding. I'll translate. Many many Somalians have wanted us to help Somalia. They wanted to know what the U.S. government could do for Somalia to ensure the MOU never turns into a bilateral agreement. My answer to the Somalians was, wait for it, that the U.S. government will only do what Somalians in the U.S. tell them to do. They must follow our orders. This is how we safeguard the interest of Somalia. The Daily D.C. Rundown.
2: Wow. That's a lot, Um, especially as we are learning about more conflict in the Middle East overnight. We uh, learned that three U.S. Army soldiers were killed, 34 injured. That was up in Jordan. Um, There is uh, going to be a lot of talk today about how to respond. Of course, uh, lots of GOP members of Congress are saying we have to respond swiftly and forcefully and Biden is being asked and I don't think his you know he said oh we responded last time I think is what he said um and certainly uh I don't want him to be at the helm uh if we kick off some sort of new conflict um it is is actually frightening waking up this morning and and knowing that it feels like we are on the brink of even more conflict um we are also uh yesterday we got The GOP House-led Homeland Security Committee's impeachment articles against Mayorkas, and of course, all of the—I think—every state with a Republican governor uh, is on the side of Texas Governor Abbott uh, in this showdown between Governor Abbott and Biden. Um, But at the same time, we are seeing uh, actual movement on these impeachment articles against Mayorkas for not uh, doing anything on the federal side, as and and the border numbers for December were
1: again a record, I think, or close to it. They're outrageous
2: horrifying so um we're also keeping an eye on 2024 um it's heating up or not heating up i mean trump trump is still you know in, in engaged in lots of litigation he had the huge judgment against him late last week um and nikki haley saying she is pressing on um folks were asking her uh, over the weekend okay so do you have to win in south carolina to stay in the race and she was sidestepping that quite a bit um but seems to be in it for the long haul
1: yeah, and I, I hear that uh, there are some um, campaign donors that are backing off. They're going to see how she does, which may become a self-fulfilling prophecy. you got to have
2: money to run. But yeah. Trump is also burning through his money on legal fees. So um, it's just not a great... And I actually, I bumped into someone over the weekend. like, are we really going to do Trump versus Biden again? <laughs> you know, is that where we've come to? And, you know, for a long time, I think people thought we weren't going to do that. Um, but now that is uh, looking more and more likely. And then also, of course, uh, it's heating up as we... Um, as everyone is eyeing who Trump might pick for his VP. Um, But more and more uh, rumors swirling around Elise Stefanik um, for that VP pick. Um, And obviously, I think Nikki Haley is completely out of that mix. Um, But maybe, you know, Vivek Ramaswamy. there are some rumors there, too. But um, I think my money is going to be on Elise Stefanik.
1: My money is going to be on someone other than a Trump Jr. I think in order to gather those independents and sustain... The increasing support he has among blacks, Hispanics, you know, I think he's going to have to keep someone a little bit, a little bit to the left of him.
2: And we're also getting some news over the weekend about Missouri's congressional race that Mm. is now wide open, CD3, um, and learning who might replace uh, Congressman Luke DeMeyer. Uh, We've heard more recently that uh, Senator Fitzwater is not going to run. He had a lengthy post on social media about his choice there. And then we are hearing over the weekend that Sarah Walsh, who, um, former Representative, Walsh, who had been considering, um, is saying that she is not. She is also not going to run. So
1: yeah, and uh, we're going to be talking with Taylor Burks a little bit later uh, on the program uh, and ask him about things. So we'll be talking about uh, what's going on in Jordan and ask him the question: Is he going to make another run at congressional office? So lots coming up on the program five seven three eight seven four ninety three ninety. When we come back. It is an important story, and it is about a smelter, one of the very few aluminum smelters in southeast Missouri that is possibly going to go belly up. That and lots more coming up on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Glad you're here. I think this... uh it's six thirty six. Welcome back into Wake Up Mid Missouri. Stephanie Bell is there celebrating the Chiefs' victory last evening, yesterday afternoon.
2: So exciting for it our was state. Good. And yeah. like, like you said, we were kinda down there for yep. a long time. And yeah, Brian, you mentioned that game where Travis threw his helmet and Mahomes was yelling at his own team members and it, yeah. that the day after that game I just felt yeah. sad. But, you know, we got the Swifties. Well and
3: Travis threw another helmet yesterday. Did anybody see what happened pre game? No. One of the uh, Ravens, I believe it was one of their kickers, was uh, warming up on the Chiefs' side of the field. Oh. Which kickers can warm up on both ends of the field, I guess. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, but Travis asked him to move his helmet and his shoes and like hit the ball he was using. Uh, so that Patrick could get some warm-up tosses in. And the guy didn't listen. And so Travis gave his helmet and his other things a nice little toss out of the way. <laughs>
2: Well,
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and I, I asked did. him to move it. Now, last night, uh, well, no, when they were awarding the Lamar Hunt Trophy, they they again as they are wont to do whenever there's a Kelsey shot because he really gave a very impassioned, high energy speech. You know, always okay. And then they panned over to Taylor. And I wasn't sure if she was embarrassed or happy for him because he was, all, he was just was off the rails.
2: A, there was a kiss on field yes. um, that is, like, blasted oh. all over social media. Oh, yeah. There oh. was an embrace and a kiss. Oh. And then um, he he also had kind of an interaction with his brother on the field as well. And people noted that right beforehand he was with Taylor. And Taylor basically backed up and let him have... The spotlight and the moment with your yeah. brother, and how respectful she is of him. And yeah. was you know. she down in the little crowd, sort yeah. of
3: surrounding him? Which the I was surprised. Was. Yeah. I was surprised because you know Taylor's known for her security team being really tight yeah. and pretty strict. So I was happy to see her down on the field.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting to see. Now there's something else though that's going on that's actually existentially important to many people mm. down in the boot heel, and that is this aluminum smelting plant.
0: Huge story, um, and, and, and I'll keep it short, but I don't know where you start. You've got the poorest region in the state. I went down to southeast Missouri in 2017 and did a series when i worked at missouri net at the time and i i don't have the latest numbers now at the time nine of the ten poorest counties dr tober in the state were in southeast missouri yep. people want to know why eric wrightens won the governorship because he carried that area he really dominated in that area but the smelter closed right before i went down there it was called naranda it reopened in 2018 as magnitude 7 Five hundred workers, according to the KFES, has done some really good reporting out of Cape Girardeau on this. It closed this weekend. Uh, they believe uh, they don't have final confirmation on that, but five hundred workers out of work. There are two. There are two different efforts. Bipartisan effort. Crystal Quaid has a bill. The Democratic leader in the House. We can ask Scott about this to essentially save the plant. Senator Hawley, a Republican has a very similar position he's actually called on the president to invoke the national defense industrial act um very similar to harry truman did because the plant produces 30 percent of the nation's aluminum
1: is that the same a mechanism that trump used to get the ventilators kind now, of remember yeah. the ventilator yeah. issue yeah. During yeah. COVID? yeah
0: It is. And and I've been down there. It would be the equivalent, and this is not exaggerating, if you took the University of Missouri out of of Columbia or you took the state out of Jefferson City. It's that big. Mm. I mean, the the town depends on it. When they lost Naranda in 2016 or 17, their per capita income dropped $6,000. It's already one of the poorest counties in the state. And I remember going to a place called Martindale Chevrolet that time and talking to the owner uh, at the time. And their car sales basically plummeted once that plant closed. Now, they brought it back. There's, they're, they're going to bring the rapid response team. According to KFES, Governor Parson and Lieutenant Governor Kehoe are involved. Send the response team. They're going to help people with their resumes. The problem is. I've been down there. There aren't that many jobs available, and it's the poorest area. Especially well, those are union jobs. They pay really good money, and
1: well, but, uh, and it's just a, it's a very tough situation. They barely received any notice. But what's the context? Well, I mean, why is the company doing that? What business decision is it? Regulatory hassles? Is it the market? I mean, what is the company's statement on the company's why they're not, closing?
0: The company's not saying much, and the only reason we know this is because someone took a camera into the um, into the into the meeting. There is some talk that they have been concerned about high energy prices, but that has been that that was an issue five or six years ago. Those high energy prices down there, and and that was actually part of the deal that they would get a little bit of a special rate. But it's it's a thank you, Joe. It's, it's a well, and and, the, and even before he was president, the price the, the the electric prices down there they were complaining about them. So it's just a, it's a very difficult situation. You have, you have a big African If you remember the population, a lot of poor people in that area, too.
4: Big backstory part of this, too, Brian. As I remember, they were under a lot of uh, problems with the EPA over emissions from their plant, too.
0: At the time, I and that that I believe has been cleaned up. I mean, the, you're right. That was that was an issue then. But the I, the plant is huge. Uh, it's 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 such a flat area. Um, it's bigger than any plant I've ever seen ever. And they've they've painted it. It Looks a little bit different. I've seen some of the television footage, but it's it's real sad. I know Leader Quaid is optimistic that she can get her bill done. Holly. Uh, I don't know if he's talked to the president or not, but I mean, there's there's just well, how does legisla-
1: how can legislation change a business decision? I mean, you can't for that's socialism. As much as I'd like to see those people uh, prosper and do well. That's socialism, if the government takes over the means of production or somehow <coughs> forces that. Well, I think that- the,
4: the whole Crystal Quaid angle, too, was, you know, trying to cut the energy cost for it since they were a coal-fired operation. That's why they were in hot water with the EPA. And, it, and it, I her- think that's what her bill is all about.
2: Yeah, it, her bill would encourage <clears throat> diversified, I guess, electric production, but also would allow third-party renewable energy providers to generate electricity on-site.
0: You know, and and Randy, third party, uh, well,
1: solar panels.
2: And
0: again, I think this, (laughs) I I really think this goes beyond politics, though. I I really do. Um, In that, uh, you know, and, and Stephanie's right about that. And Leader Quaid's got an uphill battle. She's a Democrat. But I mean, the bottom line is there's going to be Republican support for that. You could make the argument it is a national security issue. You've got 30%, maybe 35% of the aluminum in the United States is produced in that plant. That's a, that's a, that's one plant in that area, and they there aren't that many other places to work. Now, they had tried to get a steel plant down there when I was doing the story, but the owner was from India, and he wanted a right to work he did not get right to work we well, did but wonder
1: how could. crystal voted on that one
0: well it went to us she was against right to work i know um, <laughs> but uh by the way the people down there <clears throat> their representatives voted for right to work but the but the counties down there voted against right to work so it is they're very pro-labor down there very republican but they're pro-labor it was it was pretty obvious but they the steel plant didn't happen so it's just yeah, a it's well. a tough situation
1: well, I maybe you know uh, Bill Gates, don't you, Brian? I do know. Yeah, if you know Bill and Melinda, give them a call. <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing a story. I think I've talked about it on sixty. No, it was on uh, CBS Sunday Morning, I believe. Um, but this is several months ago. A story about Bill Gates bringing in a small modular, well, relatively compared to the biggie biggies, uh, a modular nuclear plant, sodium cooled, not water cooled, mm-hmm. but one of these new technology, very safe nuclear plants into either Wyoming or Montana, like the big coal producing area, Mm -hmm. brought it in there as a pilot project, and those people, they shifted, I guess it's in progress, shifting their jobs from the coal industry to the nuclear, and not a job was lost. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what was reported. Maybe a philanthropist like Bill Gates has an interest in, hey, keep the plant open, let's do what we can with traditional energy, and let's start the movement towards renewable, safe, and Efficient and clean nuclear, and let's do it in Southeast Missouri. Uh, Should I take off my rose-colored
0: uh, glasses? I think it's certainly possible. I mean, and, and I understand what you're saying
1: because those those know. plants use tremendous energy. Right? I mean, that's got to uh, be uh, as much as the labor cost. It's I,
2: the I, single biggest expense item on bigger there. than labor, right? Yes, which yeah. is
1: atypical for most industries. Correct. Right?
0: And I'm just guessing from looking at that plant. Uh, it's been a long, you know, several years, but I looked at it. I, it was. I think it's bigger than Arrowhead Stadium. I mean, it's huge. I couldn't see the end of it. I mean, it's, it's flat... I had a hard time. I was going to meet the city administrator down there from New Madrid, and I had a hard time finding him. And then there was security wanting to know why oh. I was there. It just was, the, the you know, it was a it, it's a big deal.
1: OK, uh, we'll keep following that. And uh, maybe there will be some strange and productive bedfellows. Well, that didn't sound right with Crystal Quaid and Josh Hawley. <laughs> politically, politically. All right. Scott Fawn will join us at 710. Coming up, John, you have adult children. Yes. Uh, Do your adult children ever kid you, and you do get an honest chuckle out of it, but maybe you don't remember what they remembered from their childhood? Yes. I have such a story (laughs) after this, (laughs) and I think the listeners will get a kick out of it. Stay tuned. More coming up on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. This
0: is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. The Doctor is in. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri.
1: <clears throat> Do you uh 650 coming up 710, Scott Fawn. <laughs> Later on, Taylor Burks. Um, just to make sure you know that you can set your clock at these times for very important interviews. Brian Walsh from the Capitol. Access Alliance is going to talk to us about FAA reauthorization, uh, and that's going to be at, um, when is that, Stephanie? 735, yeah, Mm -hmm. 735. So mark your clocks for those moments. Now, John, uh, we have this family thread, right? Everyone has their family thread.
3: (laughs) A family group chat, as most folks would call it, Randy.
1: I call it a thread on the text with the green pop-up thing. I know. It's okay. my daughter, Shannon, has this way of sort of poking the old bear here. And um, once in a while, reminds me of her quote, childhood fond memories. She sends me this thing. She says, "This is Dad with smiley face." Let's see if I can play it here. Um, yeah. And what it is is there's a woman. <laughs> there, there's a, what it is is there's a woman looking at at two pieces of paper, and one says, uh, "Dine in at home," and the other is "special meal at uh, special dining at a membership." club special membership club and she picks a piece of paper and she you know it's like a blind pick the paper and she picks the membership club and then they pan to a costco and she's eating pizza <laughs> and a hot dog and and the sign goes up at membership club and my daughter, this is something I don't remember. I don't know, John. Do you ever get selective memory about things? One never, of my one of never. my favorite childhood pastimes with you is our exclusive dining on Saturday mornings. <laughs> and I told her it was special. We were going to go to Sam's. We didn't. I, there was no costume. Going to go to Sam's, pick up a couple things, and, and get a bite to eat. And somehow. Somehow, this is what she remembers. Now, I did hear a story this morning on the program. budget friendly. Yeah, I did hear a story on the on the show before. It's the Wall Street Journal show, which I, was interesting. This reminds this
3: me.
1: This morning of, with Gordon Deal. This morning with Gordon. Yeah, but it's. I think the Wall Street Journal produces it, don't they? I don't. Yes. I don't know. I think so. At any rate, with Gordon Deal, it's a great show. I love it. Good. Good uh, magazine. A guy had eaten like for a whole month only Costco yes, hot dogs, and I he lost. That. Yeah, and he lost weight. Lost four pounds. There's a guy that did that with McDonald's, I think, or it was another, fa- or was it Kentucky Fried Chicken? There's another a Chipotle guy, did guy too. So that's weird, right? I mean, how do you lose weight eating junk food like that all the time?
3: I well, to- I know I covered a guy like that in What's Hot with Hannah several months ago. Yeah, um, who ate McDonald's, okay, McDonald's. exclusively. That's for, where I heard it. Yeah. yeah, and I believe his the point he was trying to prove was that. Nutrition is all is mostly about portion size, yeah. rather than what you eat. Yeah. Uh. So he was limiting his portion sizes of McDonald's, and you know lost some weight, and I think his cholesterol went way down, which was weird. Yeah.
1: Portion size makes a big difference. I know in the practice, it's really funny. We will, everyone does it. And if you're listening and you say you haven't done it, I'm sorry. You get five Pinocchios.
3: <laughs> okay. Doctor Tobler is about to call us all out. Well, I, call my,
1: I call myself out. I love. The, I am addicted to these little as my snack when I get home after a long day. I love these little veggie straws.
2: You know, they're little oh, those, yes. those are good. My well, kids like those.
1: Okay, so 36 veggie straws is 80 calories, whatever. It's like volume eating. That's really so, good. So, do you know how little 36 straws are? I <laughs> mean, there's just there's <laughs> before you know it, I mean, that's like one handful.
2: Yeah, they're like puffed air, basically. Oh, man, but they're so
1: good. And Helene reminds me, I'm like, I I don't know, where did the bi- bag go? It was a big bag, you know? And she said, you don't just eat 36 at one time.
3: <laughs> well, there's a girl on TikTok <laughs> who, like, she calls them air snacks that you can have. So you feel like you're eating a lot, but you're almost eating air in a way. Like popcorn. Yeah, popcorn or like yeah. even beyond that, like the puffed popcorn that's yeah. like styrofoam. Yeah, You can have a ton of those for a serving ah. size and you're eating a higher volume yeah. and so it's like trying to trick yourself.
4: Yeah, about rice cakes, it's same same deal. <laughs> yeah,
3: or like pork rinds, it's, it's you know. True. Yeah, true. She calls them air snacks and I think that's yeah. that's kind of cute.
1: But we do all kinds of psychological tricks on ourselves, right? If, if you only eat one of those straws <laughs> and then you go and do something and you eat one or two, they really don't register in your psyche, right? You just say, well, that doesn't count because I didn't sit down. I didn't put them in a bowl. I it's didn't like it. that
3: episode of The Nanny where Fran stacks two pieces of pizza on top of each other and she goes, the body doesn't know it's two pieces. It's you know, The body thinks it's just one. The thing I think that works, though,
2: honestly, that, that a trick that I play on myself that I do think works is using a smaller plate. um and so not only like so i use a smaller plate and then the plate is full so i'm like i just ate a full plate of food now if i had used my bigger plate it wouldn't have been that much food but you kind of trick yourself into being like i've had my dinner and all of this food and i ate this huge full plate
1: yeah on the on the (laughs) negative hack that gives you mental comfort but not physiologically i love it with a bowl of popcorn i'll make a bunch of popcorn and i get both the dogs in front of me and so i'm selectively throwing them popcorn because they love like to catch popcorn. it yeah they love to catch it and in my mind i'm thinking see i'm not eating as much popcorn i'm
2: not- sharing <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just so irrational but we there's do that. also
4: some down the road challenges with dogs and popcorn that we won't go into <laughs> at the breakfast hour <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh
1: yeah that's true that's true so uh, it's um the, the psychology of eating and the way we trick ourselves into thinking that we're eating less than we are you know, it's just when you actually weigh it out when, when we ask folks, when they're saying, no, really, I watch what I eat. Well, why don't you weigh what you eat? If you weigh what you eat and put it into an app like My Fitness Pal mm-hmm. and you really start doing the math.
2: It's, then you can't really lie. I like, know. I, that's the thing is yeah. people, if you ask me to track that, I'm probably lying. <laughs> I had I, 10 almonds, not 47.
3: I just recently for Christmas got a like a digital food scale for the first time. Yeah and it's real depressing. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's but it really is sobering too. I mean it really yeah. sends a message. I know when when Helene is really, you know, she'll sometimes if she if she drifts up a couple of pounds, you know, she'll get really diligent about it. The more you do it, the more it becomes automatic. You don't need to weigh. But if you drift off a little bit, I'll pour a glass of wine and I'll say, "Hey, let me pour you a glass of wine. Put it on the scale." So here I am tearing a, 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 a glass and I'm is six ounces okay? Five ounces? No, it needs to be only five. Can't be six. I'm like, she doesn't know this. She's not listening now. But once in a while, it's like, yeah, it's it's five, and maybe it was 5.5. Oh. Five. Five five. That's that's fair.
3: I'm gonna tell her rounding. Does, it
1: doesn't say five point six. Is it that, doesn't say six. Is that boy math? That's boy math. It doesn't. Say, I never that's let wine it, math. Well, that's we what have decimal is. points. I never <laughs> there let you it, go. I never let it get to six. I it, I always keep it within the five two six. That's still legal, isn't it? I hope so. I don't know. You got a spare bedroom I can borrow tonight?
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're going to need it.
1: Coming up, Scott Fawn on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Yes, you should keep a cup of that cereal to only a cup of the cereal this morning.